You're listening to the WELF NPC News Radio Podcast with your hosts, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and co-host Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. To all North Post City Elves, those in Santa's Village, in the lower 48, and all around the world, this is your weekly update for the week of February 6, 2023. I am your host, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And I'm your co-host, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Let's go to press. For the week of February 6, 2023, your sponsor will be the North Post City Hotel. Looking for a place to hold an event? Want to spend the night in North Pole City? Spend it at the North Pole City Hotel, North Pole City's premier and only hotel. Stop by and visit today. Update from Santa's Village. Santa has reported that he is disappointed that the elders have decided against doing a census, but understands their viewpoint. He is hoping that they are willing to help come up with some alternatives, though rather than just saying no. Ultimately, he wanted to have the database created as a means to increase productivity in communications within North Pole City and just use sending presents to birthday elves as an example of how it could be used, but that wasn't the main focus. Also, the clauses reported that they did like the idea of new candy cane flavors. They were not fans of all the flavors that were sent over for testing, but did give the approval to the confectioners to start making small batches of the candy to test out here in North Pole City. They suggested having the elves vote on new flavors at a testing event and even have them suggest others that could be made. The clauses did think that any candy canes given in stockings to the lower 48 should only be the traditional peppermint, since this is the quintessential flavor for Santa and North Pole City. From the Department of Elfland Security, Theodore E. Bear will be arriving this week in North Pole City. Security detail is being directed to transfer Theodore E. Bear around town, but he often goes rogue and escapes his security detail, so don't be alarmed if you see a large bear in North Pole City this week. He is also expected to stop by some of the snowball games with Santa and Mrs. Claus as well. Preparations are also underway for next week's singles dinner at the North Pole City Hotel, where Cupid will be in town and presiding over the event. With an influx of visitors from outside of North Pole City, security will be tightened a bit throughout the city in upcoming weeks, so be sure that you have your security badges with you. The division of WWWPR is continuing to work on updates to the webpage and creating databases for Santa and Edward Hinkelmeyer. They are also updating the servers simultaneously so it is taxing on their eyes. A visit to Dr. Twinklestein may be in their futures. They will be adding another resource page to the workshop page soon as well. In the meantime, you can view it in the Peppermint Post. It is a document on making kites. In North Pole City weather, this week's temperatures will be in the mid-minus 20s for most of the week. There will be scattered flurries through Wednesday with accumulations of only up to 2 inches through the entire week. Wind will be at 20 kilometers per hour on kite flying day, so not too windy. But those of you who are avid kite flyers will definitely use any of the wind that you can get. Winds will pick up later in the week a bit though, and so will sunshine. So maybe you can get out and make those kites on kite day, but then fly them the rest of the week. This 
this week, WELF NPC will try to send out several elves to do reports from events going on around town. We hope to be able to get them out to the snowball games and the kite flying events too. They will be handing out WELF NPC radio stickers at the event, so be sure to stop and say hi to them. Some of your favorite show personalities will be the ones out and about town, including Corby Snow and his Moose Barney, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone, <laughs> and I might get out there myself. No way. Walter, are you going to go have fun? I think I'm going to go out and try to have some fun. Ooh. So if you see us about town, stop and say hi. We might give you a sticker. Before we have this week in Elf History, let's take a quick music break. On this cold December day, we are on our merry way, riding along just singing a song. Through the snow, bells are jingling, snowflakes tingling. Rudolph knows where to go. On this cold December day, I am piloting my sleigh. The work to be done on my Christmas run is a most tired chore. No girl or boy without a toy. So giddy up, root of my dear Weekend Elf History, I'm going to turn it over to our investigative reporter, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Becky, please take it away. Thanks, Walter. Well, this week in Elf History, we're going to talk about the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It was on February 8th of 1960 when the official groundbreaking ceremony was held for the Hollywood Walk of Fame and construction began on that very long planned walk. The Hollywood Walk of Fame is an internationally recognized Hollywood icon and has 24 to 30 induction ceremonies annually. 
The man credited with the idea for creating the Walk of Fame was E.M. Stewart in 1953. And in that year, according to a chamber press release, he proposed the walk as a means to maintain the glory of a community whose name means glamour and excitement in the four corners of the world. Between May of 1956 and the fall of 1957, selecting the honorees to be initially placed in the walk began. Four committees were established for this to represent the four different aspects of the entertainment industry at the time. Motion picture, television, recording, and radio. The committees included some of the most prominent names in entertainment. For example, members of the Motion Picture Selection Committee included Cecil B. DeMille, Samuel Godwin, Jesse Lasky, and Walt Disney, among others. As many as 150 names a week were submitted for consideration at the time. Today, the Walk of Fame includes six categories. Motion pictures, television, radio, recording, live theater and performances, and sports entertainment. The committee now receives an average of about 200 applications per year. The price to build the walk, including the street lighting and street trees, was $1.25 million. Today, there is a $250 application fee and a $55,000 fee for all new stars to be created, installed, and help pay for the upkeep of the walk. According to the official website for the Hollywood Walk of Fame, the first permanent star to be laid in the new walk was that of Stanley Kramer on March 28th of 1960, and this was near the intersection of Hollywood and Gower. However, there were eight before that, which were temporarily displayed on August 15th of 1958, as the Chamber and City unveiled eight stars on Hollywood Boulevard at Highland Avenue to create excitement and to demonstrate what the walk would look like. The eight honorees randomly selected from the inaugural class included Olive Borden, Ronald Coleman, Louise Fazenda, Preston Foster, Burt Lancaster, Edward Sedgwick, Ernest Torrance, and Joanne Woodward. So they were really the first, but they were only in temporary places. In any case, by November 23rd of 1960, work had progressed far enough that it was decided to dedicate the walk and held the dedication in conjunction with the Hollywood Christmas Parade. The original walk was not completed until the spring of 1961, when it was finally accepted by the Board of Public Works with the first 1,558 stars. It was not until December 11th of 1968 that another star was added, as they needed some time to create a procedure for determining how additional stars would be added and how to pay for them. In 1978, the Cultural Heritage Board of the City of Los Angeles designated the Hollywood Walk of Fame as Los Angeles' Historic Cultural Monument Number 194, and today the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce manages the walkway. An average of two stars are added to the walk on a monthly basis, and the next star to be added will be recognizing award-winning writer and director John Favreau on February 13th. His star will be the 2,746th star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and will be for the category of television. Which, by the way, Walter, I was a little bit surprised at because he's really so big into the movies. I thought for sure it would be in movies. Well, you know, I have a star on there. You have a star on there. It's not under my name. Oh, secret name. It's a secret Secret name. identity? Yeah, but it's there. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. 
Okay, before we continue on with the news, let's have another quick music break. North Pole City Commerce Association invites you to join them next week on the 14th for a singles dinner and speed dating at the North Pole City Hotel. They're expecting everyone who does not have a significant elf in their life to stop out as they are sponsoring a singles dinner and speed dating event with Cupid himself in attendance. Door prizes are being offered by North Pole City Commerce Association members. It should be quite a fun event. And you may even get to meet your significant elf too. So make plans to attend. The first week of the 2023 North Pole Snowball Games is in the books. Taking the lead after the first three games is Noel's Cozy Corner earning 36 points. Followed closely by Love at First Snowflake with 34 points and Candy Cane Lounge with 33 points. In fourth place, you have the Cocoa House with 32 points. You know, some people might be curious why we went to number four instead of stopping at number three. But remember, it's the top four that move on. That's correct. Yeah. For a complete listing of scores for each event, see the Peppermint Post. This week, teams will compete in the Snowball Knockout, the Snowflake Race, and Break the Snowcap. 
Games once again will be held on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Be sure to come out to the Hot Cocoa Pubs and cheer on your team, along with having some amazing hot cocoa. This week in community events, on February 6th, it's Oatmeal Monday, celebrating the tradition of the Scottish Elves. Various locations will be available around North Pole City to gather and make and eat oatmeal together. February 7th is Rose Day, so the North Pole City Greenhouses will be handing out roses. Stop by and pick one up. February 8th is National Kite Flying Day, and there will be a kite-making workshop in the North Pole City Hotel Lobby and kite-flying fun in City Center. Come show off your creative kite and your flying skills. February 9th is one delicious day, as Pizza Day and Hot Chocolate Day fall the same day. Visit the North Pole City Hotel for a wide variety of pizzas and chocolate treats all day. Included will be a special pizza made personally by Mrs. Claus. She'll be presenting chocolate pizzas. Mm. Mm, that's right. Maybe we can get her to give us that recipe for next week. Maybe. All right, then February 10th is Teddy Bear Day, and to celebrate, Theodore E. Bear will be visiting the North Pole. Some of you might have been thinking, hey, why is Teddy Bear coming here? It's not his time of year, but he is going to be visiting for that. So visit with him in the ballroom of the North Pole City Hotel for breakfast or dinner. And he's also going to be visiting Santa's workshop to visit with the elves who make Santa's teddy bears. For Global Movie Day on the 11th, be sure to check out the movies being played in city center on the main lawns throughout the day. Then finally, it's February 12th, and that is Lost Penny Day. A day to look for those lost pennies and see how they add up. But also, Mrs. Claus will be handing out pennies from different countries and encouraging all to either go on a penny date or plan a penny date for next week on Valentine's Day. She will be passing out pennies at various locations throughout town from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Come on out and see if you can find her. WELFMPC would like to wish a very happy 500th birthday to Robert Miami Scarborough. Robert works in North Pole City greenhouses and always makes sure the greenhouse temperatures are perfect for growing all different kinds of plants, including those you might only find in the tropics. He is one of the few elves at the North Pole that don't mind the heat, so everyone calls him Miami, and they'd like for him to take care of nearly all the tropical plants. We wish him many more happy years. This is Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. With a reminder, age is a question of mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Have a good evening. Be sure to tune in next week for another WELF MPC North Pole Radio News Update.